Welcome to the Greatest Day Podcast. My name is Craig Smith, your host and the creator of the Greatest Day Mindset. This podcast is all about helping you gain the tools and insight needed to shift your focus in life and begin living each day to the fullest. The Greatest Day Mindset is a lifestyle. It's a way of living each day with a positive attitude. It is choosing to be happy and live life with energy no matter your current circumstances. Today truly is the only day you have to live, shape, and create who it is you want to become. So choose to make today the greatest day of your life. Welcome back to another episode of the Greatest Day Podcast. Glad you guys are here. Appreciate you. You know that I say it every single week how grateful I am for each of you, the interactions, the sharing of the uh, the podcast, the movement, the posts, everything. I'm just extremely grateful for each of you and uh, and, and just being here and, and participating and engaging in your life once again, another day. Here we are. And, you know, today is, in fact, the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. But here it is. We made it. Another another day to get better, stronger, wiser, closer to that best self version that you've created in your mind. Let's get after it. Today, I want to give you five things you can do daily to boost your emotional wellness. Five things that if practiced daily, simple things too, simple things. I know sometimes that we'll read things or we'll listen to podcasts and, and you know, you're probably the same as me and just consume and consume and get all this information. And not only is it overwhelming to get all of that information, but they're not always the most applicable things. And so they're hard to actually produce or put into your life. So I want to give you simple things. These are simple, simple things. And here's the cool part is you're probably already doing them. Now I just want to help you attach the benefits that they can be so that when you're doing them in the future, now you're actually being more mindful of, hey, this is actually really beneficial for my wellness. This this is boosting my emotions if I can tap into it a little deeper. So let's just dive in. Let's dive right into it. The first thing is smile. Smiling. You do it daily. There is not one day in your life that goes by that you're not smiling at least one time. And so now I just want to encourage you and and, uh, put your attention to the, the real benefits to smiling. So when your brain, when our brain feels happy, that emotion, that happiness, um, and I think all of us feel some type of happiness every single day. When it per- so when you sm- when you when you uh, when your brain feels happy, that emotion it produces endorphins, and at the same time, it is also it sends this neuro signal to your facial muscles. To produce a smile. So we feel the happiness. The endorphins are released. The brain sends the signal. Our mouth changes shape. We create this smile. And when we create the smile, when it occurs, when the smile happens, it's then sending a signal back to the brain 
the reward center of the brain <clears throat> and it further increases the happy hormones going on in our mind, in our brain that's, that are being released. So it's not just enough to feel the happiness, but now when we feel those things, we want to express it outwardly with a smile, with your body language, your posture, but a smile, that's what we're focusing on. And then, it, and then it sends it back to the reward system and says, yay, that feels good. I like that. Let's send the reward. Let's get the reward and create more of those happy feelings, those endorphins. So, but, so here's the thing. When I was doing my research on smiling, I found some interesting, um, interesting findings. So a lot of studies done. Now, here's the thing with studies. Let me just hurry and throw this in there is you don't know how big the study population is. Like you don't know how much, how many number, the number of people. One study I found, it had like 62 people. That's not, that's not adequate. Like throw that study out. Information, great, awesome. You need, I remember my statistics class in college, it was like 300 people, if I remember it right, is minimum to at least give you some validity behind your study. So these smaller studies, like, I just kind of toss those out. But these bigger ones <clears throat> that I was that I was looking at, they were producing opposite results that were actually recreated. So there was some validity behind them. Differing studies on smiling that um, if you create a false smile, like a little smirk or you just change the shape of your change the shape of your mouth to look like a smile, it can actually have the opposite effects where you feel worse. I mean, think about it. If somebody tells you like you're in a really bad mood, you're not happy at all, and they say, oh, come on, just smile. You actually, like, I think I relate, but I think you feel worse. You feel worse inside. You're like, smile. I'm not in any mood to smile. You tell me to smile, and then you feel worse. So it's not just about creating the smiling shape of your mouth. It's actually tapping into the emotional response because that's what's producing the endorphins, like I just said. So find some, intentionally seek happy moments, memories. Look at something that's happy. Like look at it and try to create that emotion inside. Then you add the smile to it. Now we're reinforcing it and we're feeling better. So it sounds like a lot of stuff. It really is not. Find things that make you happy. Smile about them. Look at somebody else and allow yourself to experience, if they're smiling at you, allow yourself to experience that happiness, that feeling. Like it feels good to see someone else happy for the most part. <clears throat> so feel that happiness, reflect that smile, mirror that smile back to somebody. You are going to feel better. I promise. And if you don't, then try it again. And if you don't, then try it again. Like it's, you're going to get it. It's one of these like muscles inside, right? You just got to get, get more accustomed to offering and sharing the smile. And then the reward system is going to, is going to be there. So, and there were some studies and I, I know I'm not really citing any of these things, but, um, and there were studies to show that that was true in people. So create moments of happiness, reward your brain by smiling and then it produces more happy feelings. Smiling daily. Okay, there's number one. Number two is walk. Walking boosts the production of stress-busting endorphins. More. We're talking about endorphins, right? This is the stuff. You want to boost your emotional wellness. You want to create happiness. 
I always say choose happiness, but behind choice is action. Behind choosing something is acting. It's behaving. And so here, here's your action. It's walking. <clears throat> and walking produces more endorphins. Uh, here's a really interesting um, result that I found from my search, from my little studies on this, is um, a study based out of Iowa State University found that 12 minutes is the magic number. So how long do you need to walk to, to start producing these endorphins? It's going to be different for everyone, of course, but what they found in their studies was 12 minutes. As minimum as, as little as 12 minutes, they were, they found that in people that these endorphins started to be produced after 12 minutes. That's a pretty short walk. Like you, the end of your day, heck, the start of your day, both. The front end and the back end of your day, you have 12 minutes. I promise you have 12 minutes to go walk, to do, to get out and walk. Um, and, and, and so now, and we're already doing it. This is another thing. We're already walking. We are already walking at least 12 minutes at a time every single day. Like there's no question. You've got to be. And if you're not, then now the day is to start. Today is it. So here are some other cool things they found in their study out of Iowa State. Was posture mattered? So stand up. People who were walking but were in this like slouched, think of like sad, depressed, down. What would your body look like if you were feeling those emotions? So if you walked and shaped your body like that, like shoulders scrunched, bent over a little bit, um, there were less benefit to the endorphin producing results. <clears throat> so stand up, swing your arms when you walk. This added to it. Um, add green space. So walk around something that, you know, that involves greenery, like nature, get outside, it's grass, there's trees. Um, what else was there? Oh, oh, being just being mindful. So being mindful, like, so you're not, you're absolutely not in your phone. Don't go for a walk and then be scrolling social media. Don't go for a walk and be responding to emails. Go for a walk. If you're going to tune into some music, that's great. If you're going to listen to a podcast, great. If you want to listen to a mindfulness app, even better, like Insight Timer or Calm or, ah, man, there's so many of those. Get on YouTube and you can search some mindfulness, you know, 20 minute, probably 12 minute. Go search 12 minute. I didn't do this, but 12 minute mindfulness. <clears throat> and there's going to be something for you to do it. So be mindful as you're walking, uh, taking in your surroundings, taking in your sounds. I often will listen to music, um, drumming, like calm drumming. I like that. But but sometimes I don't. I just I just walk and listen. And I walk early enough that it's not loud with like cars and people. The freeway is close by, so I can hear that. That's kind of calming. But I just hear the birds. I hear like the breeze, or you can hear the, the tree, the sounds of the trees just moving, um, or just the quiet. Like you don't hear anything, and that's a calming sound. That allows you to kind of get into this reflective state and this mindful state, and um, that's endorphin boosting for sure. That's a great state to get into. Um, so... Oh, the other thing I, I read was taking your dog. People who have dogs and take their dogs for walks find 
this added boost. I don't have a dog. I won't have a dog. Not against dogs. We just not going to be our thing. But if you do, you already know. Get your dog out. And um, when I did have a dog, by the way, and we would take him for a walk, it was always rushed. Like it was an agenda. Like I just had an agenda. It was a task to be done. Like get out, do your business. Let's get back inside. That is the opposite of what we want to do. So if you've got a dog, you're adding to this mindfulness walk. You're adding to your posture, swinging of your arms. Maybe you're talking and saying positive things to your dog. Um, that Just hearing those positive things can be a great boost. So get out, walk. You're already doing it. Now connect it to this being an emotional boosting activity. Uh, and I think it'll just be upgraded in your life. Number three is serve. <clears throat> in helping others, you're helping yourself. And one of my favorite quotes is that if you help enough people get what they want, you can have everything you want. And it's so true. If you are serving, whether you begin your act of service in a positive mindset and heart set, whether or not you begin there, you certainly will end there. And I can speak to that for just myself. Like I've done many, many acts of service um, or, or community service or whatever we're doing to help someone. Not always in the best mind frame when I go, but definitely when I leave, I am. You just feel better when you serve and help people. And there's added science behind this. Again, endorphins, this is what we're after. Uh, the dopamine, the endorphins, the, all these, these uh, boosting neurotransmitters in your brain it's getting a rush as well. So there's an endorphin rush when you're serving others. You're shifting focus away from your troubles and your worries. And you're just helping somebody else out. That alone is such a nice break from your own stuff and into helping someone in their place that you will find a boost in your own emotional well-being. Um, and it brings a sense of belonging it gets you out of that like isolation and loneliness state. And when you're out of that state, once again, whether it's temporary, um, you're just distracting from it, either way, you're, you're escaping it and you're tapping into this more positive place. And that's what we're going after. The more of these things we can do, the, the better, right? So get a sense of belonging, decrease your sense of loneliness and isolation, feel that connection, community, that togetherness, there's your boost. Um, it also helps keep perspective. You know, it's sometimes service, the best thing about service is, wow, I really didn't realize how good I had it. When I can see someone else who, who just does not have that. When I worked in the recovery, um, addiction recovery scene, uh, I still do, but not, not as heavy as what I did before. When I did that years ago, <clears throat> and people were, I was worked with court-ordered people, and they, they would be ordered to community service. Um, or we would just build it into like part of their 12-step their process or their just their healing and recovery process. It's like get out and serve. And every time they did, it was like, man, I, I get into a place of like self-pity and looking at how bad my life is and how I've been wronged and I'm the victim of this. But then when I go and I just dish up like a meal or a a bowl of soup down at the shelter or I just go help someone do some yard cleanup. I just realize like I really do have more than I sit back and appreciate. 
So serving helps keep perspective on your situation. And I think it'll, I'll get to this at the end, but uh, I help, I think it just helps increase this sense of gratitude. Um, and then lastly, on that service activity, you know, being able to serve daily in small capacities um, is that it's been shown to decrease the stress producing hormones in you and increase the immunity boosting side of your body. So it decreases stress, the production of stress hormones, and it boosts your immune system. Good research to show that. Maybe I shouldn't say good, <clears throat> but I did find that, um, that there was, there, there was a boost to your immune system when you're serving others. Um, so service, get out and serve today, you guys. Get out and serve daily, little, little things. Um, we could probably spend an entire podcast on just service itself, but service looks like, it can look like compliments, it can look like actual acts, like physical acts of kindness. It could be community-based or even world-based. I was in the parking lot the other day and, uh, and just picked up some trash. That trash had been sitting there for two days. I walked past it twice. Two straight days I walked past it. And, uh, and that day I did not. Stopped, picked it up. That's an act of service. Like, you will feel better. Who saw you? I don't know if anybody saw me. I don't care if anybody saw me. I don't have to look at the trash anymore. And I thought, you know what? Someone else is, maybe they're going to notice that this is gone. and It will help them to feel better. Uh, so, little things. Not, not on a big scale. Not socially recognized or society recognized. Just do it because that's what you're after. Because you know it's going to help you feel better. And that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're trying to do. Uh, and then number four is all about self. It's not all about self, but it is based and rooted in self-care. Do some kind of act of self-care daily. Get selfish for a minute. Like focus on you. If you want to serve others, it has to be, it has to begin with you. Like you have to be the first person that you're, that you're serving. I, I've talked about this over and over and over. You need to start the day clocked in for you if you think you're going to show up for anybody else in the world, including your spouse, your kids, your clients, anybody. You have to first have like tapped into, into you, like clocked in for yourself. So, and you know, and I think about like some of the most cliche like ways to frame this, but it's like on the airplane, you know, the mask, they go, they talk about the mask and everyone in the world who ever talked about self-care talks about the mask, but, but because it's true and it's powerful, it's like, you need to put the mask on yourself first. If you're going to go serve other people, sure. You can go get a few people, but by then your oxygen's gone. You'd pass out and die. You're over with. <clears throat> so put your own mask on. Now, if you want that to be, you know, some self-pampering and you literally put on a mask, you ladies, actually men too, I've, heck, I've worn a mask, you know, get a nice mask on your face, take a bubble bath, listen to some calming music, just relax, light some candles, take a bubble bath, whatever, You're, you know, this, this could go in all directions right now. Um, I mean, I asked my wife before I recorded this, the, the day before. I asked her yesterday, so what should go on this list? She said, uh, Diet Coke. I was like, okay, actually, I kind of like that. 
I'll include that. But that goes into number four, self-care. Get yourself your Diet Coke. If that's your thing, get the Diet Coke, put on your show, have your, uh, have your, one of my, one of my clients, she loves her Twisted Sugar. This is not sponsored. Twisted, although if you want to sponsor me, Twisted Sugar, if you hear this. Twisted Sugar Cookie or Diet Coke or Puzzle, something. Something that you are like, I feel checked out from everything else totally into myself in this moment that's what we're going after it's not selfish and some of you may still be in that place where you think it is and it's not i've been passing out permission slips on the episode the podcast lately so here's another one self-care is not selfish you deserve to focus on yourself guilt-free shame-free if anyone else is telling you otherwise stop listening to that person if it's your spouse Stop listening to your spouse on this topic. Listen to me, I'm telling you. Focus on yourself if you want to serve others around you. Um, Yes. I mean, if nothing else, it's just a reminder. It's just a reminding yourself like, hey, you are worthy of being cared for. And if if you're waiting and relying on the world to do that for you, you might be waiting forever, honestly. You might be waiting forever. Plus, who knows better than you what you need in that very moment i need to to take an adult time out i need to take a bath i need to go for a walk i need you know what you need in that exact moment don't be shy don't be afraid to be the person to fulfill that need and then ultimately we're able to show up better for the world and you definitely are going to feel better you're going to feel better and uh, and then lastly, gratitude. What would a what would a podcast about boosting your emotional well being, creating more happiness, be without some gratitude? And it's last because it's best. It changes gratitude changes what you think you don't have into all the things that you do have. Right now, are you are you feeling? You're feeling like you're lacking in something. I don't even know what that is. It could be your relationship. It could be your job. Just for a second, for one minute, just for one minute, right now, if maybe you only get one, but what? think of all the things that are good about that thing you're feeling bad about. <clears throat> oh, your job? You don't have a lot of clients? Do you have any? Really focus on those ones. How grateful you are for those clients, what they add to your life. Your relationship? There's some struggles there. Yeah, probably, no doubt, right? But but what is the best thing about your relationship, your partner? What is the, like right now, the thing you're thinking of, the greatest quality, you're most grateful for your spouse for this very reason. Think of it. Or the biggest strength you guys have as a couple. Maybe right now you're really struggling and you have way more weaknesses than you do strengths, but you still have some strengths. What are they? Feel them. Really feel them and then build upon them. So gratitude shifts. It'll shift everything. Um, It makes things that you think you don't have into all the things you do. And the second part of that, all the things you think you can't do, gratitude will move you into a place of abundance for yourself. All the things you can do. All the things you're capable of. And you're already doing. Already. Get inside that focus journal, one of the prompts. Celebrate yourself with your personal victories. 
this is this is the prompt says i'm gonna celebrate myself you know it's key to celebrate winning my recent victories in life are what three things in life that i've recently succeeded at but that really is rooted in a self-gratitude it's like rooted in a place of being grateful for what you're accomplishing and no question about it all you look for research you don't even have to look at the research on gratitude and boosting your emotional wellness creating more happiness um, it's everywhere because it's like the strongest it is the greatest of all human emotion it's the greatest one uh, it, when you're grateful here's the bottom line with gratitude <clears throat> when you are grateful you cannot feel gratitude and be you cannot feel that sense of gratitude and any any negative emotion out there at the same time once you get into a place of self-pity victim stance poor me you have left gratitude so if you can remain in gratitude and the more you remain and intentionally practice gratitude the more easily you will stay in a state of gratitude you'll also be staying out of the other stuff the sadness the depression the anxiety the self-pity poor me the victim stance you can't be in both of them at the same time it's okay to be in those places i'm fine with that we need those emotions we need to be sad depression serves us in some way anxiety is there as a reminder like these things are okay they're not bad emotions they have a negative direction to them but they're just as helpful as gratitude like we need both of them i'm just saying you can't be grateful and those other things at the same time so if you want to get out get out of, get out of those places get grateful and that's probably the most powerful one there is in my mind so to recap and I want to hear from you guys over on over on the IG. Um, send me a message of what you're taking out of this and what you're going to do to put it into action. I love engaging with you guys. Uh, it, it boosts me, right? That's almost part of a service. You guys reach out. I can offer feedback. Or, or you just boost my day by... I've been getting some unbelievable messages lately about the journal and about the action you guys are taking in life, and it seriously fills me up. So if you've, if you've been one that has sent me that, I've probably told you personally, but I'm telling you again right now, <clears throat> it fuels me. And more than one time I have sat just with those messages and, and gotten emotional over them because I really am here to serve. I really am. I want... I want you guys to be able to identify, eliminate these barriers that are keeping you back from living a life you desire and that you deserve. And uh, hmm, a lot of times the words aren't even mine. Like my higher power is, is feeding me with the thoughts and the words to share because, because he knows someone needs, needs to hear that and, and I just get, I guess I'm just the one that gets to, to be that middle person and deliver it, so. I'm grateful for you guys, for real. Okay, so here's the, here's the, we're recapping. Number one, and these are five things you can do daily to boost your emotional wellness, create more happiness. Smile, smile. Find moments of happiness and joy and reward your brain with a smile. And in turn, it rewards you back with more 
positive feelings. Walk. You are walking daily. Now just start connecting it to intentionality. Be more mindful when you walk. Let it fuel you. Now that you know about it and, and, the, and the, the effects it can have, connect the two and, and feel better. Three, serve. Serve others. And in helping others, you're helping yourself. Four is an act of self-care daily. At least one. You might accidentally do two. Take care of yourself. You can take care of others if you help others. No, that's three. Help yourself. You can better help others. And when we're helping others, we're feeding it for ourselves. Smile, walk, serve, an act of self-care. Number five is gratitude. Get grateful in all things that you do. It, it'll change your life. You shift out of being a critical, negative person into a grateful and positive person. Everything about your life changes because your perspective changes. Things may not actually change in your life, but the way you see things shifts. And because of that, your entire world is different. That is it. That is it. Um, five things you can do daily to boost your emotional wellness. Take action, you guys. Get to work. Put them in play. And make today the greatest day of your life. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Greatest Day Podcast. Hopefully the information given today will help each of you as you continue to improve your life, stay present, and make each day better than the last. As always, please take a minute and share this episode or this podcast with someone that you think would benefit and hit that subscribe button, leave a review, and let's continue to spread the greatest day mindset to as many people as we can. I appreciate each of you once again. We'll see you on the next episode. And as always, make today the greatest day of your life.